The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist. That, shoot, I was thinking of a funny line that has to do with the word Heimlich. Sorry, that's me. <laughs> the podcast where we're trying to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. I love that you open with a reference to something that happened before we started recording. <laughs> People have no idea what you're talking about. How are you doing tonight, Steve? <laughs> Well, I almost lost a co-host, so it was almost a good night, but here we are. I gently <laughs> cleared my throat. It was not a big deal. I am not infected oh with God. any sort of disease. We're, we're good. We're healthy. We're safe. Here's the question for tonight. <laughs> All right. I live in Asia. Due to current virus situation, I have been self-isolating myself since Christmas. For the past three months or so, I stayed home and only went out mm -hmm. twice. Because of this, I have spent an unbearable amount of time with my parents. I don't live, the, uh, live with them, but I do see them every week. Once a week is the very bare minimum. I need to see them, uh, and it's not an option. Otherwise, my relative won't let me live with them. To me, once a week and not being able to do my own thing to recharge my energy or vent to my friends and all the negativity from my parents is driving me insane. Don't get me wrong, I love them, but they're impossible to deal with. Every single sound they make is about how terrible the government is in dealing with the current situation, etc. Given the self-isolation is expected to be around for a while, what can I do to keep my own sanity? Please help before I go crazy. Boy, I'll tell you, the, <clears throat> the rebel in me says... <laughs> Uh, to just before you walk out the door to go see them, have one of those kind of spasmy coughing fits that James Breakwell had just before <laughs> we went live here. Uh, it, and <laughs> geez, I don't know how kosher it would be to lie, but just say I'm worried that I might or that uh, we got to stay safe. Like, can you quarantine yourself and uh, sort of have your parents think that? Even though you don't know for sure you have the virus, you could, and therefore you don't want to take any risks. James, you're the one that has a certain moral flexibility. I don't know if even you would go that far. Does that seem like a plan you could uh, live with yourself after having done? Yeah, I think so. I think the wrinkle here, and I was a little unclear um, on the situation, but it sounds like uh, this person lives with another relative, and the parents right, are coming right. over and visiting that relative. So, so you'd have to deceive both people. You'd have to deceive the relative they're with and the parents. But yeah, you could absolutely say, "I don't, I don't feel so good." You just have to, you'd have to double isolate yourself. You'd have to isolate yourself from that relative too, and basically stay in your room. So, I'm not sure that would accomplish it. Um, I think we're all, we're all going to be very happy when the quarantines around the world are lifted. It sounds like the one there is a lot more severe than in some other places. But man, three months, three yeah. months is a long time to stay inside. And and really this. This, this whole idea of dealing with the negativity of parents, like it is really yes. not exclusive to the situation right now. It's not exclusive to the quarantine or anything else. I mean, a lot of times that's just parents and it doesn't matter uh, what your politics are or where in the world you are. Chances are you, you've got a relative who at some point they get to a stage in their life where they're just unhappy about everything and they, they fixate on the parts of life that make them unhappy. Maybe they watch a, you know, a particular TV news station that gets them all riled up or they listen to a certain podcast or whatever it is. Uh, it's very easy for them to fixate on that. 
And um, I, you know, I, I've been in that situation before, and I would say, you know, do your best to change the topic. It might not be possible, but every time they, they go back to the government did this, the government did that, don't engage, offer up something else. And this might need to require some planning on your part. Before they come over, try to think of some conversation topics that are safe that won't drive you insane. Or maybe try to think of new activities you can do together. Uh, my family sometimes, back when I could see them before this quarantine went in place, uh, we would, a lot of times we'd play charades or uh, Pictionary or one of those kind of games together. I mean, are they a game type family? Maybe you can do that. Or maybe you can propose a movie night. Say, hey, come over. We'll, we'll, we'll spend some time together. But rather than talking, let's just watch this movie. You just turn it on. You don't have to listen to them. I mean, there, there are other activities like that that you might be able to do. Um, uh, besides that, to kind of redirect things. But I'd say above all else, when they make the comments, just don't engage. Because if you if you agree with them, they're going to keep going. And if you disagree with them, they're really, really going to keep going. Because chances are they just, they're probably going as crazy as you are with this isolation. They just love somebody to take their frustration out on. Don't let that be you by representing the opposite of whatever their viewpoints are. Uh, what do you think, Steve? I like that idea. I like the movie idea a lot, actually. I was thinking more along the lines of your the first thing you put out, which was redirect, because negative people are the most, man, they are just hard to be around when it's like uh, trying to go on a first date with Eeyore. <laughs> I, I can't imagine how soul-sucking that can be. But what I was thinking with parents in particular, to, like you can, you can first sort of join with them and go, I know, it's awful. It's awful. And that'll kind of relax them a little bit because they know they're not fighting against you if you're trying to be Pollyanna and they're trying to be negative, uh, negative Nelly. But if you can redirect even to, so they don't like the government, yeah? So if you can redirect them to, was there, tell me, was there a time before this was as bad as it was? Like if uh, they go, yeah, boy, I remember when I was a teenager, we had so-and-so as our mayor. I don't know how things work in Asia, but uh, <laughs> it, things were good. There's a chicken in every pot and a car in every ground. If you can kind of redirect them back to when times were good or something positive that they remember, like a cheerful memory, that, that can sometimes turn people around because you're trying to build a diorama in their head that's not so focused, like James said. They're ruminating on all the negative, and it's hard to come out of that. So we have to almost force this diorama of positivity in their mind and you've got to be subtle with it because if they sniff out that you're trying to redirect them to something positive they're not going to do it because they don't want to be positive so i would rely on memories like yeah man this government just it's horrible um do you remember a time when it was good like what was that like and just kind of throw those questions out there and see if they bite because that might start to put them in a reverie that changes their mood a little bit, or at the very least changes what they're ruminating on. Or even something like, what do you think people should do? Because I agree, this is bad, and I'm not, I mean, I'm only, however old the writer is, I'm only 26, what can we do, do you think? Like, uh, just have them start thinking of anything other than sinking into the quicksand of negativity, because it does suck you down. And social media, James, you know as well as I do, it is delightfully sucking when it comes to that. Yeah, it, it pretty much sucks at everything, which is why you're so at home on it, I guess. Uh, <laughs> this is kind of an interesting dynamic that the letter writer brings up, because right now everybody's joking about the tension between husbands and wives in quarantine or the tension between parents and kids. Homeschooling. Yeah, oh man, that's, don't even get me started on that. I'll be just as negative as the letter writer's <laughs> parents. But nobody really talks about you know the, their own adult, you know, adults talking about seeing their own parents. Like that That's something that doesn't really come up a whole lot. I know this is going to actually be the longest I've ever gone without seeing my parents. I am parents have always been about an hour away and there was always some errand or another I needed to run in my hometown so at least
least once every couple months I usually ran by there, even if it was just for an afternoon for something or another. And this time around, I haven't seen them since Christmas, and I think they're probably just delighted with that to have that extra degree of separation. <laughs> uh, but it, it's the same thing with my wife's parents. We haven't seen them, I think, since Christmas or maybe slightly thereafter. Um, and, you know, that's gonna, our kids are going to jump in size big time between now and then. Um, I think we're going to try to do some, uh, some Skype calls uh, this weekend for Easter. I guess this will run after Easter, so this, this will be past tense then. But maybe that's something else the letter writer could propose. Rather than meeting face-to-face, -face, say, hey, if we're going to take this quarantine thing seriously, maybe we should do, you know, you know um, uh, WeChat or, or Facebook Messenger or Skype or something. Rather than coming over in person, let's do a, let's do a virtual meetup this time. We'll be that much safer. And then you have the ability to hang up. You say, oh, I hear somebody else on the other line. You just click that button and it's over and you don't have to do the long goodbye. You have a, you have an eject button right there, uh, which would solve some of your problems. So there's, there's a few different technical solutions. I would probably resort to pretending to be sick as an option of last resort, especially since that's going to make your parents worried. It might actually make them hover more. You just never know quite how they're going to react. And plus, you can only do that once. You can't claim to have the coronavirus every time they're going to come over. At some point, you're either going to get better or you gotta die so you gotta you gotta you gotta you know use that sparingly use that when you only really really need it and then the i guess the, the final thought is just uh you know self-care can be something you carve out for yourself you know other times as well so if your parents are over for one afternoon a week or one day a week you know you've got six other days in there yeah. maybe really yeah. really focus on yourself those other days you know binge that network netflix show you like do some meditation sleep in extra whatever you can do to really care for yourself just kind of saving up your mental energy for that one one day when you have to get through that parental visit uh, and at some point we're all going to be able to go outside again and this is going to be a distant memory and you can pretend to be too busy to see your parents for three or four months in a row so just focus on that dream date that that far down the road exactly the same like the same like the dream i have of not talking to steve anymore and i i will get that dream in just a second here after i do the outro uh, if you have a uh, question you'd like to send in to us it doesn't have to be a marriage question it can be parent child um boyfriend girlfriend co-workers whatever you have send that into exploding unicorn i'm sorry james breakwell at explodingunicorn.com that's exploding unicorn with the e and we'll do our best to answer it in 10 minutes or less this has been another episode of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back.